Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, with translations and purports by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Third Canto, Chapter 1, Texts 26 through 40. Text 26. Vidura continued. Please tell me whether the original personalities of Godhead, who incarnated themselves at the request of Brahma, who is born out of the lotus flower from the Lord, and who have increased the prosperity of the world by elevating everyone, are doing well in the house of Surasena. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Lord Krishna and Balaram are not two different personalities of Godhead. God is one, without a second, but he expands himself in many forms without their being separate from one another. They are all plenary expansions. The immediate expansion of Lord Krishna is Baladev, and Brahma, born from the lotus flower of Garbhodakshai Vishnu, is an expansion of Baladev. This indicates that Krishna and Baladev are not subjected to the regulations of the universe. On the contrary, the whole universe is under their subjugation. They appeared at the request of Brahma to liberate the burden of the world, and they relieved the world by many superhuman activities, so that everyone became happy and prosperous. Without the grace of the Lord, no one can become happy and prosperous, because the happiness of the family of the Lord's devotees depends on the happiness of the Lord, Vidura first of all inquired about the well-being of the Lord. Text 27 Please tell me whether the best friend of the Kurus, our brother-in-law Vasudev, is doing well. He is very munificent. He is like a father to his sisters, and he is always pleasing to his wives. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Lord Krishna's father, Vasudev, had sixteen wives, and one of them, named Poravi, or Rohini, the mother of Baladev, was the sister of Vidura. Vasudev, therefore, was the husband of Vidura's sister, and thus they were brothers-in-law. Vasudev's sister, Kunti, was the wife of Pandu, Vidura's elder brother, and in that sense also, Vasudev was the brother-in-law to Vidura. Kunti was younger than Vasudev, and it was the duty of the elder brother to treat younger sisters as daughters. Whenever anything was needed by Kunti, it was munificently delivered by Vasudev, due to his great love for his younger sister. Vasudev never dissatisfied his wives, and at the same time he supplied the objects desired by his sister. He had special attention for Kunti, because she became a widow at an early age. 
While inquiring about Vasudev's welfare, Vidura remembered all about him and the family relationship. Text 28. O Uddhava, please tell me, how is Pradumna, the commander-in-chief of the Yadus, who was Cupid in a former life? Rukmini bore him as her son from Lord Krishna, by the grace of Brahmins, whom she pleased. Report by Srila Prabhupada. According to Srila Jiva Goswami, Smara, Cupid, or Kamadev, is one of the eternal associates of Lord Krishna. Jiva Goswami has explained this very elaborately in his treatise, Krishna Sandarbha. Texts 29 and 30. Oh, my friend, Tell me whether Ugrasena, the king of the Sattvatas, Vishnis, Bhojas, and Dasaharas, is now doing well. He went far away from his kingdom, leaving aside all hopes of his royal throne. But Lord Krishna again installed him. O gentle one, does Samba fare well? He exactly resembles the son of the personality of Godhead. In a previous birth, he was born as Kartikeya in the womb of the wife of Lord Shiva. And now he has been born in the womb of Jambavati, the most enriched wife of Krishna. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Lord Shiva, one of the three qualitative incarnations of the Personality of Godhead, is the plenary expansion of the Lord. Kartikeya, born of him, is on the level of Pradumna, another son of Lord Krishna. When Lord Sri Krishna descends into this material world, all his plenary portions also appear with him to exhibit different functions of the Lord. But for the pastimes at Vrindavan, all the functions are performed by the Lord's different plenary expansions. Vasudev is a plenary expansion of Narayan. When the Lord appeared as Vasudev, before Devaki and Vasudev, he appeared in his capacity as Narayan. Similarly, all the demigods of the heavenly kingdom appeared as associates of the Lord in the forms of Pradumna, Samba, Uddhava, etc. It is learned here that Kamadev appeared as Pradumna, Kartikeya as Samba, and one of the Vasus as Uddhava. All of them served in their different capacities in order to enrich the pastimes of Krishna. Text 31. 
Oh, Udava, does Yudhyadan farewell? He learned the intricacies of the military art from Arjuna and attained the transcendental destination, which is very difficult to reach, even for great renouncers. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The destination of transcendence is to become the personal associate of the personality of Godhead, who is known as Adhoksaja, he who is beyond the reach of the senses. The renouncers of the world, the sannyasis, give up all worldly connections, namely family, wife, children, friends, home, wealth, everything, to attain the transcendental bliss of Brahman happiness. But Adhoksaja happiness is beyond Brahman happiness. The empiric philosophers enjoy a transcendental quality of bliss by philosophical speculation on the supreme truth. But beyond that pleasure is the pleasure enjoyed by Brahman in his eternal form of the personality of Godhead. Brahman bliss is enjoyed by living entities after liberation from material bondage. But Parabrahman, the personality of Godhead, enjoys eternally a bliss of his own potency, which is called the Hladini potency. The empiric philosopher, who studies Brahman by negation of the external features, has not yet learned the quality of this Hladini potency of Brahman. Out of the many potencies of the Omnipotent, there are three features of his internal potency, namely Samvit, Sandini, and Hladini. And in spite of their strict adherence to the principles of Yama, Niyama, Asana, Dhyana, Dharna, and Pranayam, the great yogis and jnanis are unable to enter into the internal potency of the Lord. This internal potency is, however, easily realized by the devotees of the Lord, by dint of devotional service. Yodhyadan achieved this stage of life, just as he achieved expert knowledge in the military science from Arjuna. Thus his life was successful to the fullest extent, from both the material and spiritual angles of vision. That is the way of devotional service to the Lord. Text 32 Please tell me whether Akrora the son of Svopalka, is doing well. He is a faultless soul, surrendered under the personality of Godhead. He once lost his mental equilibrium due to his ecstasy of transcendental love and fell down in the dust of the road, which was marked by the footprints of Lord Krishna. Purport by Srila Prabhupada when Akrura came to Vrindavan in search of Krishna, he saw the footprints of the Lord on the dust of Nandagram and at once 
fell down on them in ecstasy of transcendental love. This ecstasy is possible for a devotee who is fully absorbed in incessant thoughts of Krishna. Such a pure devotee of the Lord is naturally faultless because he is always associated with the supremely pure personality of Godhead. Constant thought of the Lord is the antiseptic method for keeping oneself freed from the infectious contamination of the material qualities. The pure devotee of the Lord is always in the company with the Lord by thinking of him. Yet, in the particular context of time and place, the transcendental emotions take a different turn, and this breaks the mental equilibrium of the devotee. Lord Chaitanya displayed the typical example of transcendental ecstasy, as we can understand from the life of this incarnation of God. Text 33. As the Vedas are the reservoir of sacrificial purposes, so the daughter of King Devakaboja conceived the Supreme Personality of Godhead in her womb, as did the mother of the demigods. Is she, Devaki, doing well? Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The Vedas are full of transcendental knowledge and spiritual values, and thus Devaki, the mother of Lord Krishna, conceived the Lord in her womb as the personified meaning of the Vedas. There is no difference between the Vedas and the Lord. The Vedas aim at understanding of the Lord, and the Lord is the Vedas personified. Devaki is compared to the meaningful Vedas, and the Lord to their purpose personified. Text 34. May I inquire whether Aniruddha is doing well? He is the fulfiller of all the desires of the pure devotees and has been considered from yore to be the cause of the Rig Veda, the creator of the mind, and the fourth plenary expansion of Vishnu. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Adi Chatur Bhuja, the original expansions from Baladev, are Vasudev, Sankarshan, Pradumna, and Aniruddha. All of them are Vishnu Tattvas, or non-different personalities of Godhead. In the incarnation of Sri Ram, all these different expansions appeared for particular pastimes. Lord Ram is the original Vasudev, and his brothers were Sankarshan, Pradumna, and Aniruddha. Aniruddha is also the cause of Mahavishnu, from whose breathing the Rig Veda appeared. All this is nicely explained in the Markandeya Purana. In the incarnation of Lord Krishna, Aniruddha appeared as the son of the Lord. Lord Krishna in Dwarka is the Vasudeva expansion of this original group. 
the original Lord Krishna, never leaves Goloka Vrindavan. All the plenary expansions are one and the same Vishnu Tattva, and there is no difference in their potency. Texts 35 and 36. O sober one, others, such as Hridika, Charodeshana, Gada, and the son of Satyabhama, who accept Lord Sri Krishna as the soul of the self and thus follow his path without deviation, are they well? Also, let me inquire whether Maharaj Yudhisthira is now maintaining the kingdom according to religious principles and with respect for the path of religion. Formerly, Duryodhana was burning with envy because Yudhisthira was being protected by the arms of Krishna and Arjuna, as if they were his own arms. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda Maharaj Yudhisthira was the emblem of religion. When he was ruling his kingdom with the help of Lord Krishna and Arjuna, the opulence of his kingdom surpassed all imaginations of the opulences in the kingdom of heaven. His actual arms were Lord Krishna and Arjuna. And thus, he surpassed everyone's opulence. Duryodhana, being envious of this opulence, planned with many schemes to put Yudhisthira into difficulty. And at last, the Battle of Kurukshetra was brought about. After the Battle of Kurukshetra, Maharaj Yudhisthira was again able to rule his legitimate kingdom, and he reinstated the principles of honor and respect for religion. That is the beauty of a kingdom ruled by a pious king like Maharaj Yudhisthira. Text 37. Please tell me whether the unconquerable Bhima, who is like a cobra, has released his long-cherished anger upon the sinners. The field of battle could not tolerate even the wonderful playing of his club when he stepped on the path. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Vidura knew the strength of Bhima. Whenever Bhima was on the battlefield, his steps on the path and the wonderful playing of his club were unbearable for the enemy. Powerful Bhima did not take steps against the sons of Dhritarashtra for a long time. Vidura's inquiry was whether he had yet released his anger, which was like that of a suffering cobra. When a cobra releases its venom after long-cherished anger. Its victim cannot survive. Text 38 Please tell me whether Arjuna, whose bow bears the name Gandiva, and who is always famous amongst the chariot warriors for vanquishing his enemies, 
is doing well. He once satisfied Lord Shiva by covering him with arrows when Shiva came as an unidentified false hunter. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Lord Shiva tested Arjuna's strength by picking a quarrel with him over a hunted boar. He confronted Arjuna in the false dress of a hunter, and Arjuna covered him with arrows until Lord Shiva was satisfied with Arjuna's fighting. He offered Arjuna the Pashupati weapon and blessed him. Here, Vidura inquired about the great warrior's well-being. Text 39. Are the twin brothers who are protected by their brothers doing well? Just as the eye is always protected by the eyelid, they are protected by the sons of Prita, who snatched back their rightful kingdom from the hands of their enemy, Duryodhana, just as Garuda snatched nectar from the mouth of Indra, the thunderbolt carrier. Report by Srila Prabhupada Indra, the king of heaven, carries a thunderbolt in his hand and is very strong. Yet Garuda, the carrier of Lord Vishnu, was able to snatch nectar from his mouth. Similarly, Duryodhana was as strong as the king of heaven. And still, the sons of Prita, the Pandavas, were able to snatch away their kingdom from Duryodhana. Both Garuda and the Parthas are pet devotees of the Lord, and thus it was possible for them to face such strong enemies. Vidura's inquiry was about the youngest brothers of the Pandavas, namely Nakula and Sahadev. These twin brothers were the sons of Madri, the stepmother of the other Pandavas. But although they were stepbrothers, because Kunti took charge of them after the departure of Madri with her husband Maharaj Pandu, Nakula and Sahadev were as good as the other three Pandavas, namely Yudhisthira, Bhima, and Arjuna. The five brothers are known in the world as regular brothers. The three elder Pandavas took care of the younger brothers, just as the eyelid takes care of the eye. Vidura was anxious to know whether, after winning back their own kingdom from the hands of Duryodhana, the younger brothers were still living happily under the care of their elder brothers. Text 40. O my Lord, is Prita still living? She lived only for the sake of her fatherless children. Otherwise, it was impossible for her to live without King Pandu, who was the greatest commander and who alone conquered the four directions, simply with the help of a second bow. Report by Srila Prabhupada a faithful wife cannot live without her lord, the husband, and therefore all widows used to voluntarily embrace the burning fire which consumed the dead husband. 
This system was very common in India because all the wives were chaste and faithful to their husbands. Later on, with the advent of the age of Kali, the wives gradually began to be less adherent to their husbands, and the voluntary embrace of the fire by the widows became a thing of the past. Very recently, the system was abolished, since the voluntary system had become a forcible social custom. When Maharaj Pandu died, both his wives, namely Kunti and Madri, were prepared to embrace the fire. But Madri requested Kunti to live for the sake of the younger children, the five Pandavas. This was agreed upon by Kunti at the added request by Vyasadev. In spite of her great bereavement, Kunti decided to live, not to enjoy life in the absence of her husband but only to give protection to the children. This incident is referred to here by Vidura because he knew all the facts about his sister-in-law, Kunti Devi. It is understood that Maharaj Pandu was a great warrior and that he alone, with the help of bow and arrow, could conquer the world's four directions. In the absence of such a husband, it was almost impossible for Kunti to live on even as a widow, but she had to do it for the sake of the five children.